0: On this week's episode of Life and Lessons, I explain why I think you should start your New Year's resolutions now, and I answer a question about the three non-negotiable behaviours that I set for myself and those around me. what is going on? Welcome to this episode number 51 of Life and Lessons. I'm Sean Spooner and if you're new here, here's what you need to know. For 52 weeks between the ages of 24 and 25, I'm going to be recording and releasing a weekly podcast to see just how much my life can change in a year. This is the story of growing a business, of growing as a person, and it's a completely honest view into my life as I take on some fairly unusual things. And this episode right here is all about week number 51 in that journey. And it's actually the final normal episode for the whole of this series, the final normal episode for the whole of this one year project, because this is a 52-week project until we get into the new year. And next week, episode number 52, uh, I've, I've put a few hours aside actually to record that one next week. And I'm I'm going to be quite reflective in that episode. I'm going to pull out some of the the big heavy core lessons that this year has taught me and dive into them in a bit more detail. So we're going to be looking back on the whole of the last year next week and that means that this week, this episode is the final episode of 2020 that is going to follow the normal format. So hello, it's good to have you here. A special thank you to everybody who has been here for the whole 51, 52 episodes. I know there are a few of you. I know I say it. So often you've heard me say at least 20 times, but I really really do appreciate everybody who's stuck around for one episode for 10 episodes for 50 episodes, whatever it might be. Um, I spoke about this a lot in the first few episodes, but it, it really is even this late in the day. Easy for me to forget that when I sit here and I talk into this microphone in the hours and the days afterwards, you come along, you tap a few buttons on your phone and you listen. And so... Although over the past year we've built what is a fairly one-way relationship, it's it's still nice to have you here and I know that a few of you reach out and so yeah, we'll, we'll go into all of that more next week. But this is it, this is the final normal episode of the year until we return next year, which my god, I am so excited about. The podcast next year is just going to be another level. It's not only the episodes with the guests and the conversations that I'm going to be having there, And just the caliber of people who I'm going to be speaking with, like some of the stories that you're going to hear from those people, some of the lessons that we're both going to learn from those people is going to be so worthwhile for me. So worthwhile for you. I'm really excited about that, but also breaking out this style episode into doing this once every two weeks gives me a chance, like I've spoken about before, to really pull out some core lessons that i'm learning as life goes on because there are episodes as you probably know where it's like 2 a.m and i pull out my laptop and record something very quickly just to do it um honestly the the driving force behind what i want to do next year with this is to remove that urgency of episodes remove some of the episodes being rushed so that when i do sit down um there's there's stuff to talk about So yeah, I'm excited for that. But anyway, before we get into next year, before we get into next series, let's bring ourselves back to the present. Uh, Right now, this week, I have been in Corby. So just after we spoke last week, I drove to Corby from Wales back home. Uh, Like you know, there's a lot that's been going on in the office. So I had to be in Wales for the past couple of weeks to help Manage all that is going on there, but now that's out of the way for the most part until the middle of December. I was able to return home to work from home to do all of those things that the guidance tells us we should be doing. And so, yeah, I'm in Corby at the moment. Uh, I haven't really had an eventful week. I think the only reason I've left the house this week is either to go to Argos to pick up a bed frame and some curtains, which I then put up on Saturday night. Tell you what, flat pack furniture from Argos is. Fucking difficult to assemble it's not like Ikea where there's clear instructions and very few pieces it is like a very big puzzle putting together a bed frame from Argos but I did that on Saturday and then this week the only other reason I've left the house is literally just to drive to McDonald's which is one straight road from here to get a hot chocolate every night a to carry on driving so that it doesn't feel alien again and B just to get out the house because whilst Wales is back to normal Whilst there are currently no restrictions in Wales, as I'm sure you know, here in England it's very much in lockdown. There's nothing to do, there's nobody to see, Uh, we're really all just stuck at home. So going to McDonald's has been my little 20 minute trip out each night, so that's really all I've done. Aside from that, work, of course, as you know by now, has been busy this time of the year. Uh, I'm recording this on Thursday, on the eve of Black Friday. That has, of course, been keeping us very busy for our consumer clients. And then on the other half, with our uh, B2B clients, things are as busy as ever. Um, We might all be slowly heading towards Christmas in our minds, but actually we're still... Four plus weeks away from that, we're still very much in heading towards the year end trying to get shit done mode. And so that's reflected through all of our clients. They're keeping us busy, we're keeping them busy. And there's just lots going on right now. But actually, I want to talk about next year. And I don't want to talk about next year in the sense of the podcast. I want to talk about something that I speak about every single year, just before we get to December. I speak about this on Instagram, on Twitter, to my friends, to my family, to anybody who will listen because it's something that I believe in a lot. And it is that when we hit December the 1st in just a few days time, that is when you should start your new year's resolutions. I believe that you should start your new year's resolutions one month sooner than anybody else. And to do that, that means that in the next few days, if you subscribe to the ideas I'm about to tell you about, you need to be thinking about what you want to achieve next year right so here's the lay of the land here's the the kind of top level view of why i think you should start your new year's resolutions on the first of december so everybody has big grand ambitions for their lives right and we as humans we like round numbers we like squared off dates we like clean buckets of time right which is why um When you think back to a story that happened when you were a child, you will probably associate it with what school year you were in, what academic year it happened in, because that's a clear bucket of time. When you have a round birthday, like when you turn 10, when you turn 18, when you turn 20, 25, 30, 40, 50, and so on, you inherently think that that's a bigger moment, right? It's not. It's just you're one day older or you're one year older. There's nothing more special about 18 than there is 28. than we add meaning to it and we all add meaning to years. So every year the 1st of January comes around and we sit ourselves down, we look ourselves in the mirror and we say this is the year, this is the year that I'm going to do the things that I've dreamed about doing, this is the year I'm gonna start that business, it's the year I'm gonna lose that weight, I'm gonna get healthy, I'm gonna stop eating shit, I'm gonna look after myself more, I'm gonna get more sleep, I'm going to get myself out of this relationship that i don't like i'm going to change job i'm going to save more money i'm going to look up. like you can have an endless list of things that you tell yourself you're going to do and we all do it we all do it every single year but the problem with doing it on january the first is you're almost set up to fail right you have just spent a whole year kind of slumping downwards from january the first onwards and by that i mean You set out your goals on January the 1st and by time it's like the 20th of January you've probably failed on most of them and from there it's downhill, right? You may try and start again in February because that's a nice round number on the 1st of February. You may try and start on the halfway point of the year, but generally speaking by time we all get to the end of the year we're kind of just ready to give up to start again. And so in December typically our habits, our self-discipline, all of those things that keep us moving forward Are at their weakest we kind of let go so if you're starting a new year's resolution in january you're already on the back foot in the sense that you have just spent the best part of a month three months six months whatever it might be choosing to let go and you're expecting yourself to believe that on january the first you will wake up and everything will be different that you will be this new person that your habits will suddenly fall into place that all of the things that have stopped you in the past whether it's Resistance from other people whether it's your own laziness or choice to choose inaction over action You suddenly believe that those things will be different Because the date on a calendar is different Now you and I both know that that's not the case It never happens There are so few people I think the stat is like 89% of people Fail their new year's resolutions within the first month And if you extend that out over two, three, four, five months That number gets even bigger a tiny single-digit percentage of people manage to stick to their New Year's resolutions. And I think that the first reason for that is what I just said, that you're already in a difficult spot. But add on top of that the fact that you've just had the best part of two weeks, for most of us, of absolutely no structure. Even though this year is going to be slightly different because we might not be travelling around as much, we may not be in nightclubs as much, we may not be seeing as many people, staying up as late, There's still going to be a lack of structure to your life in those two weeks between kind of the 18th of December and the 1st of January, which means A, you have just gone through a big dip period where you're losing motivation and you haven't stuck to your goals, B, you're coming off the back of having absolutely no structure probably sleep deprived, probably not eating the best food, probably drank too much alcohol. Your body is probably in the worst shape it would have been for the whole year by the time you get to January the 1st. And then add on top of that just the practical things. Gyms are very fucking busy at the beginning of January. So busy, in fact, that it's... it's, difficult to go like i remember when i when i when i used to go to the gym is what i should probably say that's that's a more accurate representation of how things currently stand um i joined the gym in september 2018 i believe and it was really quiet for september october november december i walked into that pure gym in cardiff on like the third or fourth of january and i actually thought they were taking the piss like it was six or seven times busier than it normally was every single cardio machine was taken every single weights bench was taken every single machine was taken and there were queues next to lots of them it is just not a place where you want to be in the first few days of trying to start a new fitness habit as an example right but the same is is seen everywhere wherever people will go to build a new year's resolution uh, is going to be busy And when it's busy, it's very hard to get started. And when it's hard to get started, it's hard to build momentum. And when you don't have momentum, you stop. And when you stop, you fail your New Year's resolution. So that, in a very roundabout way, is why I believe that January the 1st is a terrible time to start New Year's resolutions. But then here's why I believe that December is the right time. December the 1st is another round number right if you want to start on the first of a month why not pick december it means just as much or as little as january but there are a few important key differences the first is that you have that that two week period between like i say roughly the 18th of december and the 1st of january not to lose structure not to lose momentum as we all normally do but actually to build it it's one of the few periods in the year notwithstanding this year where we all work from home for ages but one of the few periods in the year where you're kind of left alone where your work emails are not going off every two seconds where your phone isn't ringing constantly where you're not in a workplace or an office or a shop or wherever it is you happen to work that is very restrictive where you can just focus large periods of time on yourself and that time allows you to start those habits that you would otherwise start in January it allows you to spend a few hours picking up a book and getting into that book and finding a book that you enjoy so by time January 1st comes around you're not opening the first few pages and seeing if you're interested in that book you're two three four weeks into a reading habit and you found a book that you find interesting and that you want to pick up you're ahead of the game if it's going to the gym well gyms are very busy in January but when they reopen on December the third in a few weeks time They're going to be busy, but they're going to be nowhere near as busy as they will be in January. There will be space for you to get in there. And if you've never been to a gym before, there'll be space for you to work things out in some level of privacy. If you have been to a gym before and you're just going back, there will be the space and the time and the equipment that you need to actually get started with a fitness journey that, let's be honest, we've all lacked in this year. I don't know a single person who's maintained the same level of of fitness, of health that they have in the past because of this lockdown year, we know for certain right now for the first time in about nine months on the de- December the 3rd, every gym in the country will be open and it will be quieter than it will be in January. But then on top of that, as if there wasn't already enough reason, things like pubs are essentially going to be closed unless you're going to have a substantial meal as they call it, right? So it's almost like our hands are being forced into building positive habits this december it's normally the other way around it's normally the month where everything falls apart but for the first time ever we're going to be doing less drinking less eating less staying up late and then we have the time on our side and the equipment i.e places like gyms to go and actually start the habits that we would otherwise try and start in january and fail And so i guess that's my plea to you in this final normal episode after all of the things i've spoken about when it comes to habits over the past year if there's one thing you take away from it it's that it doesn't matter when you start a habit a habit requires you to stick at something for a long period of time and people like to start on round dates because then it gives them something to anchor to right it's easy to work out when you haven't drank for 100 days or one year if you have a nice round date but actually It doesn't matter. You can start whenever. And it's going to be very fucking difficult to start a lot of those healthy habits on January the 1st. And if you want some data to point to, to prove that to yourself, think about how many New Year's resolutions you've stuck to in the past. And then ask yourself why you didn't stick to them. And it will probably be one of the reasons I've just spoken about, because we're all the same. I'm the same. And that's why for the last few years, even though they don't always stick, even though sometimes I've given up by January the 1st, I treat December 1st as the day when I start my New Year's resolutions and I think that you should do the same. So let me know if you do. Um, It's something that I have been thinking about for the last few days. Uh, I'm not gonna start anything major to be honest in December uh, but I'm gonna get myself back in the gym. There's a new gym in Wales I found, pure gym in Corby. Uh, I have been focusing more on my sleep hence what I told you about a few minutes ago the new bed frame uh ordering a new mattress new curtains like i said blackout curtains like just silly little things but things that like what we've spoken about before time and time again they will compound over time and better sleep will mean better energy which will mean better output uh it's just yeah december is the time to work on yourself when everybody else is working on destroying themselves maybe it's a good idea to start building And that's it really that's all I have this week because I just I just feel so strongly about it I I am of course going to be thinking a lot about the new year we all are I'm not saying that you should throw January the 1st out the window like I have finally found the hotel that I'm gonna book to go and stay in for a couple of days just before January the 1st where I'm literally just gonna go off-grid and spend a couple of days planning and answering some some big questions about the next year so that on january the first i am ready to go with the semblance of a plan because habits are one thing right i'm I'm talking let's build habits in december but any plan that any of us have had for like our, our wider lives essentially went out of the window in january and sorry in march and since then we've we've been fairly touch and go right when whether it's business whether it's your job whether it's your Downtime, whether it's your holiday, your career ambitions, your fitness goals, your personal development goals, whatever it is, any plan that any of us have had for the past year has been turned on its head to one extent or another. And so, although I don't know what's going to happen in 2021, what I do want is a plan to work from. Whether the plan remains in the same uh, state or not, I don't know. But I think it would be a shame not to go into 2021 without having some fear, some fairly clear-cut goals set for myself, a direction to head in, and some things I know that I want to work towards. So that's what I'm going to be doing uh, in the next few weeks, planning that. But yeah, in the meantime, I'm just back on the uh, back on the habit train, back on building some positive habits, because why not? Now's a good a time as any. Uh, I have some questions. I almost completely forgot, but... I am going to pull some questions from Instagram. I wanted to answer a couple of questions because I haven't done this in a while. And um, like I say, this is the last proper episode for a while. So I thought I'd chuck a few in. This is good. So Will, Will from China, who runs the, I believe it's called Psycho Podcast with Jamie. Very good podcast. Check it out if you haven't. He said... What are free non-G's? This is a big question. I might just answer this one because this might take some time. What are the free non-negotiable behaviours that you and the people around you must have? Fucking hell, that's a big question. What are the free non-negotiable behaviours that you and the people around you must have? The first that springs to mind, and I tweeted about this literally yesterday, And this is particularly for myself but I'm sure it bleeds into what I expect of those around me as well the first non-negotiable behavior is that of consistency and I mean consistency on two levels so firstly consistency in the sense that I always talk about of if you set your mind to doing something uh, you're more likely to fail not because of skill not because of talent not because of ability but because you give up Too soon you give up by choice and you give up because you're not consistent enough to stick at something so that's the first thing Uh, sorry the first way I mean consistency but then on top of that consistency in the sense that people who just little things who do what they say they're gonna do who turn up on time who are the same character in front of you that they are in front of other friends the same character in front of you that they are in front of their parents or their colleagues right people who are consistent with their actions and with their behaviors so consistency is a big one for sure. What else? That is a good question. That that might be the question of the year. I'm just throwing it out there. That might be the question of the year. Behaviors that are non-negotiables. I think, and I don't know if kindness is the right word, but there are people who are inherently empathetic and understanding and give people the benefit of the doubt and... Just look to be good, and look to find the good in people, and then there are people who are the exact opposite, who are leeches, who will take time, take energy, take whatever it is they can take out of a situation uh, in the hope of just benefiting themselves. I have no time for people like that, I'm sure you don't either, and so something that I look for, certainly in myself, but in anybody that I surround myself with, is just a level of empathy and a level of kindness that makes them a decent person. The majority, the, the the far majority of people are good people. But every now and then you, you encounter someone in life we all have that you just think you don't need to behave like that. And yeah, I, I have no issue in just quickly distancing myself from people who look for selfish outcomes from every situation that benefit them and nobody else. Because who has time for people like that? I don't, you probably don't, so yeah, that's the second one. A third trait or behaviour that's a non-negotiable. This might sound like a mad one, but it could mean different things to different people. But I really respect people who have ambition. And ambition doesn't need to mean that they want to make £100,000 a year from their salary, it doesn't mean that they have to want to run a business. I just mean people who want to better themselves in whatever way that means for them, whether it means being a better parent, being a better teacher, being a better colleague, being a better human, right? There are endless opportunities for all of us to make ourselves better and I hope that that's something I've spoken about and tried to demonstrate over the past 51 episodes, that no matter the situation in life, no matter what's happening, whether it's A global pandemic and a lockdown or you're at the absolute top peak of your life and you're having the best time ever and everything's fallen into place uh, or anywhere in between those two extremes there is always an opportunity for you to better yourself for you to try and push forward for you to try and just do good with what you have and lots of people find themselves in difficult situations and they give up they quietly just roll over and they allow themselves to live in a situation for months, for years, even for decades that they don't like, that they know they can do better than. And A, that's just really sad on behalf of those people. But b, it I I don't think frustrates me is the right word, but it bugs me because I know that we all can just do so much more, myself included right now. There is so much more I could be doing than I am. And so people who have ambition to actually just look at themselves and decide, actually, you know, I'm all right. Things are going okay, but I'm going to push that bit more. That's something I really respect in people. And like I say, that could be in whatever way they want. It could be fitness. It could be health. It could be business. It could be work. It could be. Uh, Being a better family member, whatever it is. I think people who look to improve themselves rather than falling to being a victim of their own Circumstances are those who I like to have around me. So I think that they are free non-negotiable behaviors that I look for in myself and also in those Around me. Very good question. Thank you for that Will Um, Yeah, I think that might be the question of the year because that really caused me to think I'm still thinking about it now. I've answered it and I'm still thinking. But before I go into points four, five, six and seven of that answer, I'm going to wrap up here. Uh, thank you very much, as always, for listening. Listen, set a reminder for this time next week. Whenever it is that you normally listen to this podcast, please, 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 if you've listened to any episodes over the past 51 weeks, please set a reminder to come back here this time next week and listen to episode number 52 it's not recorded i don't know what it's going to look like yet but what i do know is it's essentially going to be me reflecting on a year of my life a big year an unusual year a year that has gone completely differently to how i thought it would and so it's going to be a big episode and it's going to be one that i don't want you to miss if you're here right now it means that you have some level of investment into this podcast that we've we've built together and so i'd love to have you back here this time next week for episode number 52 of life and lessons